0: Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.
1: Welcome to One for the Road, the podcast about running and the rest of your life. On this episode, we recap our recent 10k race together, discuss whether the word filthy is the way to get more women into running, and we share our favourite running routes in the London series.
0: Hi, I'm Harry. And I'm Lissy. Uh, And welcome to another episode so
1: over the last fortnight, lots of you have been getting in touch on Twitter about the question we put to you in the last episode about a spring half marathon for Harry. So we had lots of
0: suggestions of races she should do. Yeah, I've been exploring some of the options. I uh, Melissa Fer recommended the Cardiff World Championships, which Lissy's just informed me is uh, not only a half marathon, it's also where lots of other athletes and professionals get involved and it's part of a kind of qualifying bigger championships and that sounds really exciting and very cool kind of out of my league i think it's quite expensive that one as well because it's got the the world champs at it but that would be quite a cool one to be involved with yeah that sounds (laughs) so exciting um ben hubbard recommended cambridge half to me which unfortunately has already sold out apparently it's very popular Um, But i'd like to keep an eye on that one for future That's Uh, on the same day as Brighton
1: though. So I was like, no, that's not an option because for me, Brighton is the best half marathon in the UK.
0: Whoa. Also sold out. Yeah. Thanks for that. Soz. (laughs) Thanks. Uh, I also had Paddock Wood, which is a new discovery. Out of London, but not that far away to totally where is
1: adorable. where is paddock Wood? i don't know
0: like south <laughs> trainable train trainable basically okay. I only looked at ones that I could get to by train uh uh but quite flat uh quite in the countryside, kind of villages, I think that's the Sussexy one. it looked really nice mm. um, so that one I was quite tempted by. Also, Wimbledon Common. Thank you, Claire Pepper. That was very, um, it's kind of slightly traily because it's around Wimbledon Common. Yeah. So I was a bit scared of that.
1: I've done a 10K on Wimbledon Wimbledon Common when I lived there. Mm. Very traily.
0: Yeah. And we know how we're a bit, we're never that confident. Tentative. Tentative of trail. Yeah. So I'm leaning towards Reading Half Marathon uh, because it's flat. And I can possibly hitch a lift. <laughs> <laughs> it all comes down to the transport. Yes, but it, the timings work too. It's the 3rd of April, so I think I'm going for that one. It's a vitality organised one. It's oh, okay, so the same organisers as Run Hackney. Uh, so I think that's a good idea. So it does mean I'm going to have quite a vitality heavy year. But the the medal also has a lion on it, so that's kind of winning me over. Has a lion on it? Yeah. How a lion. Oh, a lion. I just did hand <laughs> motion. <laughs> Claws. Claws. Uh, so thank you for your recommendations. I really appreciate it. I quite like this way of doing it. Yeah. had to start. Like, how to make a race. Who needs Google when we can just ask you guys? <laughs> so convenient. So the last two weeks, what have we been up to? Lissy, why don't you tell me about your runner's highs, runner's lows?
1: Um, okay, so my runner's high this fortnight was a little run I did last weekend. Um, so I, I was at Centre Parks with my family. Um, in Elvedon Forest, and so I couldn't get Ooh. to a park run, so I kind of did my own little park run. Oh. Um, I just ran, ran around the kind of uh, park and then managed to somehow, I didn't even mean to do this, get off the path and ended up kind of in the woods, like on the dog walking trail bit. And um, it's like my perfect version of trail because it was <laughs> uh, in the woods and no one around, but kind of like a semi-tarmacked path. So it was a little bit train-y, but it was like, also like packed down and nice and hard. So I, um, I liked that. Cause not muddy. Yeah, because I was like, oh, I get to look. At... The thing I don't like about trail is I feel like I have to look at my feet all the time to mm, not bit fall stressful. over. So I was like, oh, I'm able to look around at all the wildlife and the trees and everything. Get chased by a dog briefly um, <laughs> without worrying about falling over my own feet. So that was
0: beautiful. Oh, that sounds like quite the treat.
1: Yes. I don't know if I've had any lows this time.
0: Very good. How's the training plan going?
1: Um the training plan's not going, um, really. <laughs> you are running, so <laughs> I'm running and I've also done loads of One Rebel this fortnight. Um, to the point where I've maxed out my class pass this month. Oh. Boo, I've still got a week left with no with no credits
0: left. So Okay, some new things on that on that radar right there. Yeah. What is one we've talked about One Rebel a little bit before. Yeah.
1: So it's a couple of studios um, in the city near Liverpool, around Liverpool Street and they have various classes. So I've been going to one called Rumble, which is a boxing class, cool. which is great. Just boxing? It's like punch bag, you do boxing and then a bit of like hit. So oh, RPs, yeah. squats, all the good stuff. Great. Um, but yeah, I actually went to a half six class this week. In the morning? In the morning. Ooh. Which meant I had to get up at 20 to 6.
0: There's a five at the beginning of that. Yeah. I struggle with fives at the beginning of my alarm. Yeah. It's like... Wow, you're doing quite early. So
1: yeah, that was good. I'm enjoying that. And, oh yeah, committed. class passes. Yes. Um, uh, class-based membership... So you pay a subscription fee a month and then you can basically go to loads and loads of different classes across. I think it might just be in London in the UK. Mm. Um, But there's tons of different studios on it and you can just pick and choose which classes you go to. Cool. With a max of three classes per studio a month, which is
0: why I've maxed it out. You got caught out. See, that's where, because I was looking into it because it has my, the yoga class I go to in Peckham. Uh, They are on, the studio is on ClassPass. But I really like to go to my weekly class. Mm. So i would miss it's kind of it's great because it's kind of obviously for people who really want to create get that variety yeah but actually doesn't help if you want to go to the same studio more than once yeah so i'm not
1: a lot of people i know that have got it are really good at just going to random things all yeah. the time and i'm not very good at that because i like going to the same studio yeah. once i found a class and a teacher that i like i like going to it which is uh yeah why i've now found myself in this position and also I've got to the point now where I found a really a couple of really good teachers, so I only want to go to their classes. Yeah. And they I are the ones like that, that get booked up really quickly. Ugh.
0: Yeah, that's how I feel about it. I'm a little bit like I don't think I would use it to its full advantage because I don't want to go to the variety. Mm. Actually, I'm such a creature of habit. <laughs> yeah. I just I like to explore a little bit, but then I like to find what I like and stick mm. to it. So yeah. It's interesting. it's an interesting concept. It's quite new, isn't it, to London? Yeah. It is quite new. And um it varies quite widely
1: how well studios put their whole schedule on oh right so one rebel tend to put their whole schedule on mm-hmm. like even peak classes but some very limited classes on there uh, which is a bit okay. annoying because you end up only being able to go to ones at like three o'clock in the afternoon which yeah. for some people's professions isn't very helpful mm. yeah you need to be able to be quite flexible yeah
0: Oh, cool how about you tell me about your fortnight what have I been doing my is high mm. yeah i was like do i start with my low but then i'm the wrong way around my run is high last weekend i had a very successful run i decided every now and again now that i'm not really training i like to try and just be like can i still run long and i ran i did 10 miles the weather was really nice i ended at my sister's house and my sister made me brunch oh nice yeah so it was just a really lovely morning the weather was quite nice it was, it was really absolutely
1: cold beautiful last weekend it was wasn't it that yeah. was that day where it was all blue. I was like
0: yes this is proper winter now yeah where it's actually sunny but really cold yeah like, this I can deal with that's my favorite type of weather and um I just had a really lovely morning it kind of made me feel really productive and um I really enjoyed getting out in that kind of weather and I caught up on loads of podcasts and things like that but then my low is this week because today I should have just done the same thing or at least <laughs> gone for a run and I totally failed but I kind of failed in a weird way where I was all ready to go and then I just couldn't do I just couldn't motivate myself and felt a bit sad that that was the case
1: I think that's okay though I think if you if you're that not bothered then it probably wouldn't have been the greatest one anyway
0: no it doesn't seem like it would have been worth it no I kind of hoovered the flat <laughs> I liked did <laughs> that's jobs productive in a different way I think way. I felt stressed because I yeah it was one of those things my head wasn't in it <laughs> never mind So of all the other things we've been doing in the last two weeks, we've come across some new running races that are on the horizon. So, yeah, it was
1: a fortnight ago now, wasn't it? We did a race together. We did. Um, My first race in four months. Yours was probably about the same, actually. I hadn't raced in quite a Yeah, yeah,
0: because I, oh, probably since, oh yeah, since October. I did a 10K in October. Um, It was a run-through event, Uh, Regent's Park. No, it wasn't a run-through one. Wasn't a run through one. No, no, it's nice work, isn't it? No, it,
1: oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah. It was a uh, in conjunction with Mornington Chasers.
0: Yeah. Oh, sorry to all of those parties. So I've just got a total model with because that was it. It's nice work with Mornington Chasers. The other ones are run through. So the one I did in October was run through, but they're quite similar, I think, in their style. Yeah, like very small, uh, quite chilled out. Yeah, just just nice races. Good snacks at the end. I had a rocky. I had two jaffa cakes. Mm. very good I felt like it has a really nice sense of community and Mm. people are very friendly the volunteers are very like people are just there because they enjoy being part of races like that
1: I would say that that race had probably the most marshals I've seen at a race in a long time yeah very very large amount of marshals and they were all really friendly as well like super encouraging Mm. um and it was three laps of regent's park which i thought would be a bit crap but i actually quite liked it
0: yeah i like three i think i like three more than
1: two yeah and also yeah you saw a lot of other people Mm. um it was quite fun on i guess it was the second lap we were getting lapped I was getting lapped. I don't think you were getting lapped. Yeah. <laughs> Got lapped know. by quite a lot there of people. There were a lot of people. The only thing that I found a bit stressful about that race mm. was that people, a lot of people had their headphones in and a lot mm. of people didn't pay attention to the fact that they wanted people to just run on the right so they were getting lapped on the left. Yeah. And no one was paying attention to that. And the amount of people I had to shout at because they were about to get clattered by someone coming Ooh. through.
0: Yeah, there's a bit of that whole thing around... I understand, um, you know, there's a lot of etiquette to do with wearing headphones and not wearing headphones and some races completely banning them. I was looking at Half Marathon the other day. That it was so big on their website. It was like the main selling point. <laughs> um, and I kind of, I know at the beginning, I felt really scared of not wearing my headphones and kind of annoyed that someone was telling me not to. But probably also because I'm the kind of person who would still be able to hear things mm. or I'd be able to have, I would be able to run You'd with be, one in. Yeah, aware of your surroundings still. But lots of people do wear big sound cancelling headphones and they want to be in their own zone but actually in a race environment it's quite dangerous because you don't know what's going on around you yeah and I said clattering into them then like I was against
1: the people that were running really fast but I kind of think you should make way for the people that are coming behind you because they run faster than you so you need to get out of the way and they want to like they're busy (laughs) yeah well in a race like that there's people that are trying to do a really really fast time and there's people like me that are just there to have a a little jog around the park so you mm. kind of got to respect that those both yeah and get stay out of each other's way but there were some people that i shouted at; they just literally did not hear what I, and i was like there's someone coming up on your left or on your inside or like keeps mm. the right or whatever it was because i gave up trying to keep people to one side or the other i just kind of like <laughs> just move you out of the way whichever is easiest
0: <laughs> running up and picking picking them up yeah. and putting them to one <laughs> side like, guys. get out of the
1: way they must have, i was like guys <laughs>
0: There were a lot of very cute dogs being walked in that park as it well. Was. <laughs> I was totally overwhelmed.
1: <laughs> it went to a, a corner of the park that I'd never been to before. Which, considering I feel my, feel that like I'm like quite okay with Regent's Park, was
0: nice. Uh, yeah, we went past the zoo section as well. I really enjoyed that camels. Yeah no I didn't see a camel Goats. you didn't see the camels well no I got a bit dist- I, was, I was focusing <laughs> you were one of the people like Move. I was one of the <laughs> 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 runner on your left I was the one of the people trying to like nail my PB and still didn't by five seconds I'd like to point out as well oh no so that was a bit annoying
1: I think I probably missed my PW by about five seconds
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh it was such a beautiful day though and we had a really lovely brunch at Granger and Co
1: yeah that was great that was a great uh, place just Kings Cross. King's Cross
0: I will I've been recommending that place to everyone
1: yeah, the food was great. That was a good breakfast. A huge amount of salmon.
0: Mm. So no, all in all, that was a very good race. And I think they do them every... Month. In the winter, they do them every month. Yeah, there's it's a season and you can sign up so you could go to every single one. Yeah. I really like it for like a chance to... It's that thing of getting some pace up and getting into that environment where you can push yourself. Yeah, I really having like a that. bit of a test of yeah. your progress. Yeah, mm. I quite like it. For every now and again. So yeah, a nice start to the our running season yes talking of races
1: Mm. mm, maybe one we won't like quite as much we're not going are we we are definitely not going so this is kind of blown up all over my Twitter and Facebook feeds Mm. this week Um, I have no idea where this race has come from if it's come out I don't know if we think it might be quite new anyway um, there's a new race on the horizon called let me get the name right yeah because I can't, it it
0: off. Off. I can't say it the right way around um
1: filthy girl mud run weekender which uh i feel like i should probably read the official description yes. so that i
0: we... at least sell it the way they wish it to be sold
1: but i don't yeah
0: it's well then, and then we encourage you to check out the website yes i definitely I encourage seeing... you to check out the website let's send them some traffic shall
1: we <laughs> <laughs> com um it's a girls-only, fun-filled and muddy five k or ten k obstacle course, followed by an exclusive after-party and two-night-long summer camping weekend. That actually doesn't sound that bad.
0: No, although the bit about there being muddy, I'm like, oh, trail.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think the problem comes when is the execution. Well, the fact that it's called Filthy Girl, like even just keep me keep saying it makes me feel a little bit on edge. It, um, yeah,
0: There's, I think some of the way they've marketed it, it, did it the connotations it's there's no discreet there's no discreetness there there's no like this is girls going out for a fun fun run there's lots of references hashtag I'm a filthy girl oh the hashtag
1: no just no and um the whole website is pink which I can kind of deal with I like pink Mm -hmm. um they have a uh, classically attractive male at the top who's going to uh, look who's taking our filthy g- girls through their warm up which is just a bit weird it's, the, the word filthy is just there too much and <laughs> they're using like two girls doing what looks like a mud wrestle as their kind of marketing image and there's champagne there and there's tan dries and fake tan on the route and yeah it's just a bit
0: I think it's just a bit overkill it's just every like cliche yeah I'm, I'm intrigued like it's playing to some it obviously does appeal to some people and we've talked about you know like we're not natural we weren't people who were naturally drawn to running when we were younger and it's something that for some people this wouldn't ever even cross their mind so perhaps this race is a great way of encouraging people to try running that might not do maybe yeah but I sort of think there's so much emphasis on the after party and the camping and the, the like weekend element I kind of think you don't really need to put a run in that yeah and it wasn't really needed. The, the way
1: it's just
0: the copy is just a bit I
1: don't know what the word is derogatory maybe It the, there's one bit where it talks about food and it says we know that eating's cheating but if you do get a bit peckish go to the food tent and it just feels like it's, it, could, it could be sending out a really good message yeah. of getting more people that wouldn't Get, be included in something like this, included, but it, it's doing it in a very potentially dangerous way. I think.
0: Yeah, that's it. It feels derogative. It doesn't feel positive.
1: It doesn't feel about. It doesn't feel about kind of a girl power moment. No, I think anything that's got the hashtag "I'm a filthy girl" just feels like sending such the wrong message. Just feels a bit. Yeah, that just doesn't sit comfortably with me at all. Um, but yeah, the, yeah, like I said, I think. Wow. Well, We've been on their Facebook page and there's there are a lot of people that are interested are. in this. There, there are, are a lot of people saying this sounds amazing and like tagging their friends and trying to get them to sign up and someone's like oh I've given it five stars before it's even happened this looks so good. So in that way I guess it's kind of good that people that like these aren't people that are going to turn up to a 10k in Regent's Park and no. run with like speedsters in short shorts if they're going to go have some exercise at this instead. Exactly. But, you know, don't make them wear a T-shirt that says, I'm in tr- I'm a filthy girl in training.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, that's not the only race that's, you know, uh, gender specific. There are those women only. The Nike 10Ks are encouraged to be women only. Yeah. And Race for Life, which is, again, very pink.
1: And I used to feel a bit weird about them, but I think now, on reflection... Whole other kettle of fish. Yeah. This like, is a whole other level. It's just pink, like... Yeah, I can't. I can't really comment when my bike is pink, my train is pink, <laughs> my coat is pink, my nails are pink. I like. If, yeah, where's the? It clearly it if it gets. It, I find it a bit weird that people get so offended by everything being pink because some people just like that colour. So. Hmm. Doesn't need as long to as there's have...
0: other options as well, then it's fine. Hmm. So interestingly, on that note about I don't know that kind of awareness of the gender balance in running yeah. in, and in races in particular, I've been browsing Helsinki Marathon as you do and uh,
1: the homepage straight away <laughs> hang on a second is this some kind of hint
0: as to maybe what your next marathon will be I was hoping that wouldn't come up <laughs> I'm anyway just, I'm, just doing, just, some, I'm just doing some research <laughs> okay fine um, and they lead with how many days it is there's a counter to, to how many days the next one is uh, and then there has percentages that, that kind of scroll up to the current count so mm-hmm. you can still sign up it's still open uh, 69% men um, 31% women and there are participants from 40 countries. And I find it really interesting that they just... That's like the first thing you see on their website. Like three, I three it, sections down. That's the main it really element. I interesting that they've
1: publicised that given the split that it is. Because yeah, I, I guess it's just so it's there. But if I looked at that and saw it was only, what was it, 31% women?
0: Yeah. I, that's I'd say it's pretty low for a marathon. Well, I'm thinking that you can still you can still register so i think they're wondering it's it's a bit of like a marketing tool isn't it is it saying i don't know it's like a mixed message i think maybe i read that and then kind of did think oh i want to be i want to get those women numbers up
1: maybe yeah, i'll run
0: it so maybe I, it does encourage women to join in
1: but it could equally be like oh this this is quite a male heavy race this
0: i'm not
1: sure yeah why would i, I want part? to
0: sign up for it and then I don't know. and then why is, and then either way why is that an issue you know mm. so no, that I... is really interesting that they even published that yeah so what do you think let's put it to the listeners gender only running a-okay complete with tan spray booths yeah or no
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. let us know what you think on twitter and then maybe, we'll read it in yeah maybe we're just being a bit one-sided I don't know
0: yeah let us know what you think So we had a great recommendation for the London series uh, on Twitter from Dean Lucas. Thanks for your suggestion. It was all about, uh, if anyone's seen it on Strava, because we're big Strava fans, as you know, uh, for routes, both London, New York, I know they do one for Stockholm. They are great running routes or cycle routes in your area. And it's all about, um, kind of, it's a little bit crowdsourced. I think the research they've done on it is uh the routes they find people are using frequently, but also what they do themselves. Um and it's kinda of like suggested running routes for a new city. And I think it's a really great idea. It'd be a great way to explore a new place. If you were going to New York, I'd definitely be looking up like a great route that everyone does. Yeah. That's a popular running route.
1: Yeah, so they call them local guides on Strava and they have running versions and cycling versions. yeah And they have a little summary of so the London one says expect moderate weather and misty runs along rivers, <laughs> over bridges and through regal parks and a maze of quaint, uncrowded streets. Not hmm. sure where in London you're running to have uncrowded streets, but if um, you
0: plan to get up at six a.m., you're you're going to be away with the <laughs> quiet streets. Um, I guess some of these are,
1: uh, yeah, like there's a to- East London towpath one, Regent's Park, Bushy Park,
0: Victoria Park. Battersea Park, it's basically all the parks. (laughs) So they've crowdsourced a lot of them. So we thought we might give you, for our London series, uh, our own. What's our favourite running routes? Yeah. So Lissy, tell me, what's your favourite running route? Um, My favourite running route is a
1: loop of the river. And Mm. it would be... Well, it's not even really a loop, it's an out and back. So it's from where I live in Wapping, out east, along the river, through Limehouse... And to Canary Wharf, oh yeah, little loop of Canary Wharf, and then back again,
0: oh. and
1: so uh, quite east, yeah, quite east, and actually, not quaint streets, but definitely uncrowded, if you do it on the weekend. Mm-hmm. I really like running around Canary Wharf on the weekend because it's just a weird place, mm. it's very quiet, very desolate, um yeah, I like running out east once I actually ran all the way out east to the Thames barrier, which was an awesome run. How far is that, uh about ten miles? Oh, okay. From where I live.
0: Yeah. Um I'd really like to do that again at some point. So that would only be is that ten miles there and back? No, there. There. So even if you put from Tower Bridge into that, you're still only looking at, you're looking at like a half marathon yeah. distance. It's
1: really nice. Oh, that's pretty and good. then you kind of go out through you I went through the Greenwich foot Tunnel and then along. Mm-hmm. Uh so you get really quite east at that point and very mm-hmm. quiet and some of it's a bit uh battered and then you kind of pop out and you're suddenly at the Thames barrier it's nice. nice Ooh, i like it but yeah i like my little four mile kind of out and back to canary wharf it's my favorite so i see a reliable. Lot of a lot of good river section in there
0: we should uh map these and then share them we shall we'll do that because that would obviously be a good idea so you can uh, have a go to you have
1: to be on strava to do that so join strava and follow us thanks
0: <laughs> it's free <laughs> you don't have to go premium to do it no um what's mine Mm, I think I quite like doing... Where I live now is a bit further back, but when I lived a little bit closer to town, I really like the fact that you can run from the river to King's Cross and it is less than five miles. Oh, okay. I've never done that before. No, it's so surprising because you feel like from, say, from Blackfriars up to King's Cross is a really long way and it's actually... Mm. I think it's just over. I think it's like four miles, and you can go. It takes you through kind of like a. If you go the the Blackfriars way, you're literally just going straight up. So you go through kind of a Smithfield's market kind of Mm -hmm. angle. Yeah. Um, and then I quite like to hit King's Cross, go to the canal, and then run up round the back to the park and end up in Regent's Park. And I would suggest that as quite a yeah, like a route that for me I don't do very often because Mm. of where I live. Uh, but actually it's always kind of refreshingly different and you like get a bit of canal you get a bit of I love this idea that you've pretty much just run from the river to King's Cross yeah
1: I like that because it's you You feel I would imagine you feel like you cover quite a lot of London but without yeah. actually running that far yeah. because you kind of tend to like run Straight. east to west mm-hmm. like in a line like either along the river or mm-hmm. like through the parks and stuff so that's kind of going up the to yeah, that's
0: yeah nice. I do an awful lot of east to west, or west you know a lot. Mm. I do a lot of river running because I work on the river it's very close for me to get there from my house and I quite enjoy sometimes just trying to mix it up and that south to north is a quite a good way to like blow your mind
1: <laughs> yeah good way to um, learn some new routes not just running as well kind of like how to get around town
0: yeah 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 it makes you realise everything's much closer together yeah cool so we'll put those up online yes I think we should So we told you last time about our little bit of a rebrand. Hopefully you've seen our lovely new logo. Yay. Uh, We've had lots of positive feedback. Thank you. And we are starting a newsletter because, you know, it's important that we share with you many random things we found on the internet. Uh, And our general running updates, I think. (laughs) So look out for that coming soon. You can sign up on our website, which is oftrpodcast.wordpress.com you can also find us in lots of other places on the internet Mm -hmm. now these days we're getting better at the Instagram Mm. at the Instagram at the Instagram
1: we even I was going to say we even tweeted we even posted a photo after our race um, in Regent's Park on Instagram that's true you might have seen that check it out
0: we've got some very nice medals going on Mm mm-hmm
1: Yep, doing a bit more tweeting as well. Um, Really, really loving hearing from you all on Twitter as well, so keep getting in touch with us. On both of those, we're at OFTR Podcast. Um, Oh, and exciting news. We are going to plan something a bit different for our first birthday episode, which will happen in March, and we're looking for people to get involved and also have their voice on the podcast. Um, If that sounds like something you might be interested in, drop us an email on oftrpodcast at gmail.com or get in touch with us on twitter and we'll get back to you um yeah we'd love to hear from you and get as many different voices on as possible
0: yeah share some of the running love well that's it for this week see you soon